Welcome to Celtic Legacy. I'm T.M. Moore. We take for granted the widespread availability of books and Bibles all ready to hand from our preferred bookseller or at the click of a mouse. It wasn't always that way. In the centuries before movable type, all books had to be copied by hand. Some had to be translated, say, from Latin to Gaelic or vice versa, and that doubled the work to be done, searching for just the right word or phrase. The work was noble and very important, although it could be tedious and tiring at times. We can imagine a dutiful but anonymous Irish scribe, perhaps a student, poring over the manuscript he is copying and becoming a little bored and distracted. His mind lights on his cat, lolling by the fire, and suddenly he is inspired. He turns to his journal and composes a brief poem, reminding himself of his duty and perhaps helping him get back to his work with renewed joy. The poem, which is called The Student and His Cat, or as it is also known, Pangerban, which means something like white cat, is translated by Robin Flower and included in the volume The Poem Book of the Gale, translations from Irish Gaelic poetry into English prose and verse, edited by Eleanor Hall. Here is Panger Ban. I and Panger Ban my cat, tis a like task we are at. Hunting mice is his delight, hunting words I sit all night. Better far than praise of men, tis to sit with book and pen. Panger bears me no ill will, he too plies his simple skill. Tis a merry thing to see at our tasks how glad are we. When at home we sit and find entertainment to our mind. Oftentimes a mouse will stray in the hero Panger's way. Oftentimes my keen thought set takes a meaning in its net. Against the wall he sets his eye, full and fierce and sharp and sly. Against the wall of knowledge I all my little wisdom try. When a mouse darts from its den, oh, how glad is Panger then. Oh, what gladness do I prove when I solve the doubts I love. So in peace our tasks we ply, Panger ban my cat and I. In our arts we find our bliss, I have mine and he has his. Practice every day has made Panger perfect in his trade. I get wisdom day and night, turning darkness into light. To begin with, and strictly as an aside, this is an ex excellent example of why I encourage believers to keep journals. The insights and observations we make one day may be of benefit to others, as this journal entry is and can, as Petrarch put it many years ago, advantage many others as well, even though they be far away, sometimes indeed, even though they be not born for thousands of years to come. Other than the clever and whimsical comparison this alert scribe was able to make, is there any value to this brief meditation in verse? Much, I think, in every way. Here we glimpse the kind of thoughtfulness, insight, and understanding of creation and life which characterized the Celtic revival during the period 430 to 800 AD. Consider first the wonder of imagination at work here. Imaginative people see connections which, taken together, can open wider horizons of understanding, delight, and possibility. The scribe's extended conceit, comparing his work with that of his cat, demonstrates a lively imagination, both in being able to make the comparison and to convey it with such consistency and elan. 
Second, we know the scribe's sense of purpose. For Celtic Christians, everything had a purpose. Every creature was made and sustained by God and fits somewhere in the divine economy and kingdom. The cat's purpose was to be both a companion and an aid in keeping rodents in check. The scribe's purpose was hunting words, perhaps for making a translation or straining to discern the blurred or substandard handwriting which comprised the manuscript he was engaged in copying. The goal of such purposeful living is perfection. Panger works to be the perfect mouse catcher, and the scribe struggles to bring darkness to light by his written word. Third, we note that the scribe takes joy in his work. Merely doing the work appointed to him, fulfilling his calling and purpose, was sufficient and satisfactory. He did not require the praise of men because we suspect he was focused on the well done of God. God did not give us work to do as punishment for our sin. Work is not a necessary evil. Rather, all work is intended to be a way to serve God, further his kingdom, and enter his joy. And our scribe certainly appears to have understood this. Further, like Panger, diligently studying the wall, watching for the mouse within it, the scribe directs his attention against the various fields of knowledge, using all the skill he possesses to draw out knowledge from the darkness into the light of truth. This, too, is a characteristic of the entire period of the Celtic revival, as we find thinkers and writers, poets and mystics, seeking deeper knowledge of the Lord and his world. The mindset of this scribe was one of duty, diligence, excellence, imagination, and a keen desire to bring forth knowledge and truth in his work. He teaches us to be alert to the beauty and wisdom around us, demonstrates the power of imagination, reminds us of the value of knowledge and wisdom, and encourages us to find satisfaction and delight in whatever God has appointed to us as our calling in life. The student and his cat, Pangerban, helps link us to our Celtic Christian forebears in ways that can entertain and instruct us and encourage us to see more broadly how the vast creation can enrich our understanding and pursuit of the meaning and purpose of life. To learn more about the Celtic Revival and its enduring legacy, click the bookstore tab at our website and order a free PDF copy of our book, the Celtic Revival, a brief introduction. Join us for the next podcast in this series as we consider yet another excerpt from the literature of the Celtic Revival. Until then, for Celtic Legacy and the Fellowship of Ilva, this is T.M. Moore.